Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome in. It is the Don and Steve Experience on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, where talk is fun. Gosh darn it. Donna Valentine off this week. We have got Brittany Nene sitting in uh, the driver's seat. Brittany? The Top horns the on my Silverado truck. Yeah. Relatable. Very relatable. She's in for Donna. Rocco is behind the glass clomping all morning long. Uh, I hate to do this right out of the shoots, Rocco, but I would like to issue a deep tease, if at all possible. Oh, okay. I know. <laughs> Today... At 11.30, I hope that you are listening. Hour 3, if you're listening on the podcast sometime in the future. What's the future like? We're going to play a game today. Normally, at 11.30 on Wednesday, we play the call, uh, the Millennial X Games, where it's me versus Donna. But Brittany is 40, I'm 38, and so we are in the same generation. We're both millennials. So with that, we thought we can't play the Millennial X Games. We're both in the same generation. So we're going to play cover story which is a new game that we recently figured out like on the spot Rocco did it one time and we were like we love this let's do it again so cover story is going to be where he mentions a song that has been covered by different people we will hear different artists singing the same song in a row so you you know 10 seconds of this person 10 seconds of that person and Brittany, while that happens you me and the my talk listener will all be scribbling down our answers on paper and then we'll reveal our answers and then we'll play it back and see who in fact was right it's called cover story we've patented it like mariah <laughs> carey's trying to do with christmas and uh and it's ours to keep you in i'm Thoughts? in um Definitely want to clarify that I am far younger than you. I'm pretty much a t- teen mom. Um, <laughs> also, to piggyback uh, attacking you, okay. uh, you know how you came up with this really awesome saying? Uh, Time cannot be slowed, only savored. So on my walk yesterday with my uh, the old ball and chain, mm-hmm. I was like, we need to come up with better sayings. You won't come up with a saying, Brittany, and I say this with love, but you won't come up with a saying have, that has more truth than that. What are you showing me? I have like <laughs> 10, probably 10 that are better than that. All and right. That, do you need any music? Do you need any kind of, what, how about something like inspirational, sort of melodic, movie score? Yeah, something like pure instrumental. Okay, because that. I feel like it's going to need a little propping. It's, because these it are going to be garbage. Like, I mean, honestly, if somebody came up to you and just said that, whispered this in your ear, you'd go, <gasps> <laughs> That's the meaning of life. <gasps> All right. <clears throat> Here we go. These are, uh, Brittany has come up with 10, about 10 other sayings. Because in real life, for context, in real life, I said this to you before the show yesterday as an encouragement. Because, you know, you're a new mom. And they grow up so fast and all that stuff is true. And all of us try to slow time down. And it's impossible. But we continue to try. If we only shifted our energy 
Okay, you're making this a you thing now. Stop. Time cannot be slowed, only savored. So first of these, some of these are a little rough at the beginning to get better. Okay. <laughs> okay. Is the glass half empty or okay. half full? Either way, we need a better server. Okay. Right. <laughs> so stupid. All right. We're getting we're getting Piggy going. Back we're, off of that. Is the glass half empty or half full? Blame it on the labor shortage. Oh, now that's topical. Yeah. I don't know thank if that you. will always yeah, work. Like I know mine that was that was my work. problem too, is like that's very twenty twenty two. Here we go. It has a shelf life. Raw fish, a man calls sushi. Raw chicken, a man calls the doctor. <laughs> Uh, that's that's good. I do like that one. That's true. Thank you. Thank you. Um, troubled bridge over calm water will make you swim. Oh, sure. Yes. Yeah. These are getting... These are good. I thought we were on a trajectory. No, no. Like, they're all over the place. Okay. Foundations are solid until they're not. <laughs> Couldn't you, couldn't you just say until they're not about almost anything? Until they're not. So then there all of a sudden takes a turn, and me and my husband are starting to get angry Who, at you, Steve. Who's coming up with more of these, you or your husband? It's definitely a think tank. Like, we, okay. you know, it takes a couple, you know, buffers to shine up our beautiful stone. Indeed. That could have been one. Would have been better than the other ones you had so far. <laughs> so then we start attacking you as a person. Okay, all right. <laughs> all right, I'm prepared. Wise words are rarely said out loud. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, I get it. I'm, I'm, I'm publicizing my good saying a little too much. Show me a man who can say a proverb on command, and I'll show you a man who cannot be trusted. <laughs> Uh-oh. That's good. Wise, Brody, I really like that one. Wise men rarely win popularity contests. Okay, that got a little weaker. The last one was very funny. How about this? This is my last one. Okay. Repeated sayings are for the weak-minded. Oh, my gosh, Brittany. <laughs> that's a mantra. You're saying everyone has a mantra. Well, I'm also repeating a saying, so it's so many layers there. But we uh, are. We did all of a sudden, like, halfway through our three-mile walk, start actually attacking you. Um, as, no, but as a couple. So there was a your bonding. your husband has good feelings toward me, I thought, because we both smoke meat. Yeah, no, no, he definitely likes you, but at, he was annoyed that you had caused me to now say, this is what we're doing on our walk. So <laughs> we found a common enemy. <laughs> I had homework and Go I was back exhausted. Go the ones about the, uh, the, there are two in a row about, about wise sayings and proverbs. Go back to those, right? Right near like the bottom third of your list. Uh, show me a man who can say a proverb on command and I'll show you a man who cannot be trusted. Is that what? <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what I really like? I like any saying that has like the show me. <laughs> because they're like, oh, we added the immediately, show me, totally. the show me is so great because it's like, you give me anything and I'll tell you why. It's not the thing you think it is. I just think it's enjoyable. I also like the raw fish one. Uh, that one's pretty good. Raw fish, a man calls sushi, raw chicken, a man calls the doctor. Because that is honestly something you could tell your children is like, watch out when you go off yeah. to college. Cook your <sighs> shit, chicken. Whoa. I did not. Chicken. <laughs> she was saying chicken. I was saying sushi, yeah. was saying chicken, was saying sushi and chicken together. Yeah. It was not. I believe you mentioned Schick, a former a, a razor blade company, right? That's Schick. what you said? Yes. I definitely, it sounds like I was cooler than yeah, I was for do. a second. I swear it was just a speech Schick. impediment. Yeah. That was not the FCC. I don't think they have to. We don't have to report no, don't that. Worry. I don't think. Wow. So well, close call early. In the well, Brittany, well done. <laughs> Thank you. We're so happy that you're back. Brittany's here today. 
She is here tomorrow as well. We are going to do the College of Pop Culture Knowledge 1030 Play and Cover Story. Hope you stick around for that at 1130 today. When we come back, we'll wake our brains up with some things that make you go, huh? See if you can figure this out. When this cable channel launched on August 1st, 1981, it was only available to people who subscribed to cable in a few different parts of New Jersey. Can you figure out what that 1981 launch cable channel was? We'll tell you when we come back, Donna and Steve, on my talk. It is the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. You can always stream us live at MyTalk1071.com, and you can listen on the app as well. And we should mention, you can download this show, the Donna and Steve show, as well as all of your favorite My Talk shows as individual podcasts, if you'd like. Listen to them all on the app or Download them, subscribe, all that kind of stuff. Rate and review. Should we be telling people to rate and review our podcast, probably? Yeah. Like and subscribe. Smash that like button. Smash that like button. I think we nailed it. God, we really did. We did well, guys. You're welcome, Amy. Let's do this thing now, Rocco. Things. Things that make you go. All righty. So the year was 1981. The day was, I believe, August 1st. Yes, indeed. This cable channel, on the day it launched, was only available to people who subscribed to cable in a few different parts of New Jersey. Brittany, we'll give you the first guess. I'm going to say MTV. All right, music television. And you said 1981? 1981. Rocco Bonello? Uh, I'll, uh, I'll just to be different, I'll say HBO. One of you is correct. 41 years old is MTV. Mm. I want it. I want my MTV. Music television. But you can only get it that first day. Goes on the air. And only like four different counties or something in New Jersey are watching it if they had cable. That's interesting. They're loving it, though. Yeah, I think it it might still be posted on like archive.org, but uh, somebody posted like the first six hours of MTV, like with commercials and everything. Mm. It's pretty amazing. And at one point they were trying to get you to like, you can tune it in on your radio at (laughs) 92.1 if you tune it out as a simulcast at music television. It's pretty good. I love old-timey stuff, as we did yesterday. In fact, on Twitter right now, I was checking to see what was uh, trending on Twitter this morning, and I see a post uh, from our show, from my talk. Here's how uh, they wrote it. Listen in as Steve derails their conversation and goes from Snoop Dogg's new cereal to the classic laundry mascot, Snuggle Bear. What a journey we had yesterday. Wow. Wow. I thought that was a fever dream. Was that on air? (laughs) We were on air. We, at one point, were knee-deep in Snuggle Bear facts, including, and I don't think Brittany ever shared this on the air, but Snuggle Bear apparently is still voiced from time to time, yet it is uh, like a person who is the voiceover artist for it now. It's a hidden identity. They will not reveal who it is intentionally, right? Yeah. I mean, I found a lot of facts on Snuggle Bear, and I kept looking when I got home. Him and or her, I'm not sure on the gender, we are the same age. 1986. Whoa. I know. I could date Snuggle Bear. Okay. So yesterday, you were, (laughs) well, you said that you were attracted to two different jungle cats. They made them that way. The illustrators know what they did. Tony the Tiger was not putting out a vibe. He was just being authoritative and, and, and trying to get people going. And you're describing literally everyone's ideal mate. No? 
though. Like a a positive, motivated, fit as a fiddle. No, but he's more like a like a Tony Robbins, Tony the Tiger. Okay, so you don't want to climb him. <laughs> okay. You're not saying no as all But then you started talking about this. old Simba and it got weird again. So I can't have you talking about dating okay, Snuggle Bear. Anybody now. who especially like you wouldn't understand, Steve, I'm uh I'm from a young generation. <laughs> there were crushes that were embedded in those shows and they know what they did. And they ruined a lot of us for life. That's all I'm gonna say. Like well, I had, I, I mean, I had my fair share of childhood crushes, but I don't think any of Shusha. them. Shusha was my main crush. What's that? Oh, yeah, let's go down the Shusha rabbit hole. Shusha. X U X A is how her name was spelled. You can't say that in bed. Shusha. 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 And she was wonderful. There, she had this show, and it a banger of a song right out of the gates. Rocco, can you find Shusha the show oh, opening? Yeah. Because let me tell you, you're into Tony the Tiger. There are mascots in the audience, world flags being flown. Shusha. I mean, this show blows the top off right out of the shoot. It's amazing. It just came in with a bang, and she would kiss the, the, the camera at the end of the show, and I would go up and kiss my television screen. <laughs> Listen to this. They're chanting her name, demanding her. This place is going nuts, Brittany. Television studio. She's going to come out in a fur and some tights. But she's a real person. She's a real live-action person. Here we go. The build-up. Listen to this. She says hello. I'm not mad at Susha. She's wearing, like, hip-high boots and a Kylie Minogue outfit. Okay, so, again, they knew what they were doing. (laughs) Little Steve's at home just <gasps> losing my mind. I was like, I gotta get home for Shusha. <laughs> Shusha punched to the screen. Putting all my chaps there. He's in I... love. <laughs> we have, your mom's getting mad at you because she has to clean the screen every day. Okay. <laughs> no, I meant for kisses and chaps. For kisses, Rocco, because I would kiss chaps. the screen. <laughs> Nothing weird. Gosh, man. You <laughs> Rocco, when you say okay. 70s and 80s and you've ruined this. I need, I need to cleanse the palate. Yeah. <laughs> Now for Britney's crush. I'm just saying we could date. We're the same age. I'm not into this. You would tear Snuggle Bear up. I would break their heart. Snuggly softness that's really less expensive. Plus, like, I can't date somebody that into laundry. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. <laughs> not in the cards for me. <laughs> oh, anyway, there we go. Um, let's see. I have other things no, that will make you go. I got huh? to tell you guys you something. Some? Yeah. All right, go ahead. I was... On the old TikTok, and I found out there are four times in a couple's lives that they have to be worried about breakups. Oh, okay. It's at the three mark, the seven, 11, and 15. And since I'm not always somebody who comes here with only problems, I'm going to tell you solutions as well. So this was coming from this KP Counseling was their account. They said that at year three and seven, we got to start leaning into and working on is how to resolve conflict and how to express your needs. Mm. And the long-term one, it's how to be friends again. Yeah, that's true, especially, 
and you might experience this. I think anyone that has kids experiences it. Your time with one another to just communicate, just the two of you, is impacted, fragmented quite significantly. And so I think that, yeah, that does. That requires work, you know, trying to, like, maintain a curiosity in the other person. And then I found this other article that was really interesting, and it's called Seeing Each Other's Birds. There was this test done with these couples that went to an Airbnb, and they noted that if one couple sees a bird outside and says, hey, there's a crazy bird outside, and the other couple responds to it anyway, like comes and notices it, starts a conversation with it, that exact topic, then those couples are more likely to last. Does that make sense? It's like So if, if, if the other person hears the person talking about something and then just latches on to yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, so it's like instead of me being like, like, oh, hey, Rocco, there's a bird outside. And he's like, who cares? Have you heard about the stock market? Or like whatever Rocco <laughs> talks about. But like if he was like, oh, really? Let me come see. Or what color? Oh, my God, that reminds me of this. So if you engage in those little, those teeny little interactions of what your couple, bring, you know, what your significant other brings up, that is a sign you guys are going to last longer. This is like when I um, I have started forcing my wife into walking the property with me. Dub TP is what we call what it. Is... And I want to walk in the yard and point things out to her That's in the a... landscape, namely the trees that I've planted, which, guys, I have to tell you, no. this isn't full-blown tree talk, but they are growing so bleeping fast. It's unbelievable. It is unbelievable what's happening in my backyard. You guys want to do a full segment of tree talk next? All right, we will be back with the Donna and Steve experience. You're lucky, lucky duck. Welcome back. Good morning. It's Wednesday. Happy hump day. Just about 9.30. Donna and Steve, the experience on my talk 107.1. Brittany is in for Donna, who's on vacation this week. Rocco is behind the glass, clomping and clomping, which is wonderful. I want to give you this little leftover bit that we had from things that make you go, huh? Just to think about this. This is wild. Lemons float. Limes sink. Huh. Huh. Lemons and limes both have densities that are very close to water, but limes are slightly denser, which is why they sink. You take your shirt off? I took my sweatshirt off. <laughs> We're on a camera feed right now. Yeah. I took my sweatshirt off. I'm in a that my, threw me off Yesterday quite a bit. he was the Terminator. <laughs> Today he's like Seth Green yeah, or something. I don't What's know. I like the girl band. You know who wears this pretty much every day uh, when he does a show is Pat McAfee, who is a very right. popular I see it. show. Every day he's in just a tank top. It's wild. And he stands up for most of his show. Um, no, I was wearing a sweatshirt, and I'm in this luxurious home studio in our Chaska uh, Bureau. And it's really hot in here right now. It's hotter than the rest of the home. Clubbing! And so, Yeah. I had to let it breathe a little bit. Now, I don't like ever being in a deep neck situation like this. I feel not great about my neck. And, uh, yeah, you guys are seeing some shoulders. So what do you want? Whoa, whoa. You have a lot of freckles on your shoulders, too. A lot of freckles whoa, on my shoulders. Yeah, you know, I used to have more freckles on my face. And uh, and now I don't have as many on my face. Get those checked so out. People are getting are taken aback when they see my arms. Yeah. You definitely, you, yesterday you mentioned you were Irish, and Irish. I didn't think so until you took your shirt off. I go, yeah. <laughs> okay, just so everybody knows, I have a tank top on right now, okay? Brittany's making it sound like I'm broadcasting. You, did you not, or did you take off a shirt? I did, but that's leading them down a different path. All right, just checking. 
Jeez. <laughs> you know, I trimmed my armpits once oh, on the show. Really? Yes. Yeah, you barely have any armpit hair. This is the I know, weirdest. That's this is because I trim them. You trim them every day? Not every day, like once a year, if I remember. You look shaved. They're not shaved. They're trying. <laughs> you're bringing this to the. You brought this. I wouldn't even brought yeah. up the armpits. I'd put the shirt back on. <laughs> It's too hot. I'm looking for a T-shirt, but I don't have like a T-shirt that's available to me. I mean, do you just have sleeves somewhere that would be helpful? <laughs> All right. Steve you know what, guys? If you're tuning in, hi, it's a man in 2022 getting body shamed. You're welcome, everybody. I'm sorry. I just looked up. And all of a sudden, there was just a lot more of, skin. Yeah. A lot more skin. Freckles so were here. We're, this is fun. We're learning a lot about you two. Uh, we learned that you had a crush on Tony the Tiger and the Snuggle Bear. Steve had a crush on a Brazilian morning shows. <laughs> and then we're learning Steve thinks that people with wet hair is seeing too much, a little peek behind the curtain too much. And you think that seeing uh, shoulder freckles and armpit hair grooming is a peek behind the scenes too much. I, I don't think it's too much. It just threw me off. Like I was literally typing, working hard on this show that I have really no stake in. Um, <laughs> and I just looked up and, whoa, you know. Sure. It, he illuminates. Let's just say that. I just, Well, the light isn't helping me either because I have like a ring light, so I think no, I'm appearing it's okay. yeah, no. lighter than normal. I don't know. I just need to express myself. You know, if I was a woman in a dress right now starting the broadcast, had I started in this tank top, it still would have been a lot, right? I no, I I think it would have been way more normal. I mean, it doesn't help that it's your house too. Like right now, we're currently we don't know what room we're in. It's sure. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's okay. We're fine you, with it. We love it. We wanna, are okay with it. We're in my closet. Okay, so that's like your bedroom closet. Bedroom. Closet. Your boudoir closet. Okay. Lou, Lou is on the other side of this wall, curling her hair. Can you bring her? I'd feel more comfortable if no. she was present. Maybe that'll help. No, it's not gonna help. Did you guys miss my whole lemons thing? Yeah. Lemons float, float. lime sink. That's crazy. How, when they're cut, though? How about that? No, no. Just if you, draw, if you plop like a lemon and a lime side by side, lemons and limes, they have very similar densities that are very close to water's density, but limes are slightly denser, That's how which you is tell why them, they sink. That's how you tell them apart. It's the only way. The only way. <laughs> Will you be able to tell Robert De Niro apart from his arch nemesis in his new movie, played by Robert De Niro? Mm. Ooh. He's going to play two rival mob bosses in a new movie. It's called, this feels a touch on the nose for me, but Wise Guys. Oh, what are you, Wise Guys? What are you doing, huh? Hey, yo, hey, hey, I'm walking in. <laughs> so that's the name of it, Wise Guys? Yeah, and De Niro is going to play real-life rival mobsters, Vito Genovese and Frank Costello. Do we do we have pics of both his looks? No. Okay. They just announced this, so I'd like to see what they look like. I wonder how much CGI will be involved because remember the movie, The Irishman. Uh-huh. <laughs> Speaking of, The Irishman with Pacino and De Niro, they did all of that CGI stuff on them, so they were really there, but they looked like they were a lot younger. I guess De Niro liked that and was like, hey, cool. Because I'm imagining they're using a similar thing. It's not It's not going to be De Niro and then De Niro with a mustache, is it? <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> Especially if it was like, yeah, the glasses and the mustache. Just the, the Groucho Marx yeah. situation. Uh. And he, he winds it up and so it's moving. I mean, this, you know, is, remember, this is very throwback to like 
all the old soap operas where ever like the all you wanted to do was play a twin. You'd want to play yeah. twins and you would get double paychecks. Twins was where it was at. So Plus, will he get paid, do you think, twice as much? It's a great question. You know, they're talking about that in baseball right now. There's a baseball player named Shohei Otani mm-hmm. who plays for the Anaheim Angels, and he is a pitcher and a first baseman. Well, and so so he does two he, roles but not on at the, the same, same team. Same time. Not at the same time, but you have the same guy on your team who's a wonderful offensive player and is a really great pitcher. And so they're talking about how they have to pay him a ton because he really is and they'll still have a discount with him, but it's because he's filling two different positions. Because otherwise, you just have to pay it's, him a lot of money. That doesn't make that much sense because you'd still need an amazing first base when he pitches. So what are you going to do? Just tell that amazing first Like, sorry. No, you out. just need... I don't even know. Maybe he plays in the outfield. I don't know. Rocco, I'm not... Uh, I'm, this is he came in strong. I was going to say he DHs a lot, but I think you're right. He's an outfielder, if anything. I saw him play last year at the Target Field, and he hit an, a home run. He Homer. ran around the bases and waved a to the crowd. Dinger, as it were. So he's, come on, come on. He's really a triple threat. God forbid he bells at his music. We'd be... <laughs> he might. We don't know. He might. Anyway, uh, this De Niro thing, Wise Guys, uh, is going to be directed by Barry Levinson, who is the man who was behind Rain Man, The Natural, and Good Morning Vietnam. Uh, yeah, so anyway, that's what we know at this point. I'm trying to find out where it's going to be airing, and I don't think they're putting that out there. So I'm not sure if it's not been found a home yet. But De Niro playing the good guy and the bad guy in Wise Guys. I like it. I like it. And I bet you he does like that when they do it in post. Could, could you imagine how much easier that is for an actor? You just show up and not have I, to do the whole prosthetic thing. I wonder if they're just doing it like green dots style, you know, like the motion capture dots that they'll put on people, like they do for Avatar, for instance. Maybe it is something like that. But when that movie, The Irishman, came out and we saw Pacino looking younger, when we saw um, De Niro looking younger, it made me think, could this ever be an adopted technology where, you know, if you're an actor, particularly, and we all know that it's it's harder to be an actress of a certain age than an actor of a certain age, right? Mm-hmm. Actresses, there's a different expectation, and the system is broken, and we all know that, and it feels like it's tougher for women as they age to stay on camera. Would 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 that be a solution, or is that sort of covering up the problem with the wrong thing? If you said, hey, you could extend your career, because if we do this CGI thing, just do all your scenes, we'll put dots on your face, and we're gonna ma- you will now be able to still play the leading lady, in this i think you hit the nail on the head with we're covering up the problem right because you Mm -hmm. still need i think the problem is often women need to be writing screenplays you know from that point of view instead of like always you know the fact that this role could have been played by a woman (laughs) okay that's a stretch frank costello (gasps) he's taking our jobs now francine um but no i think that's i think you're on to something that that actually is more problematic because there's a lot of that right now going on of mixing real world with fake world. Like you yes. can buy dresses that you can put digitally on you for one Instagram post. You can do that now. <gasps> what? Yeah. And like, there's things like that that are going to play or like how much, how much is it morally wrong to be posting your face? that looks nothing like your face. You can actually hire people 
to edit your photos before you put them on there. You know what I mean? Like, so I think there's a lot of problematic things that we're just covering up with that. You know, I always find it kind of gets into it's an interesting conversation to be had because, for instance, we're going to talk about Joe Jonas uh, 10 o'clock in the beat, how he's getting some work done. Joe Jonas and he's repping a new company and all that. But I think it's easy for us to say, oh, gosh, this person got work done, particularly when they get work done that's really noticeable Mm -hmm. and you're like oh my gosh like they look totally different now and i know i for one can jump to a point where i'm thinking oh that's very superficial of them to feel the need to change alter or enhance their look with fill in the blank whatever cosmetic Uh procedure but then i call myself out and i'm like hold up if you are ever doing teeth whitening yeah. If you are putting on even like a base of makeup and I'm like pro, you know, all my years in TV, I'm pro like, hey, throw some powder on it or get a cover up if you've got a blemish, whatever. But I thought, isn't it funny how there is a fine line between what we think is OK, typical and not superficial and what is like, oh, poor them. They're chasing something. It's so interesting why I am more OK with them getting something physically done than I am portraying a different face like digitally. I don't know why that is. And the it's... filter. Yeah. So, so for instance, with a filter. Yeah. And this is a whole different discussion, but if you put a filter that makes it look like you have eyeliner on, yeah. mascara, like fake lashes, whatever, and red lipstick and your makeup is all good. If you took the time, spent 45 minutes, got your face all right, and then took the picture, it would be socially acceptable because yeah, you're just wearing makeup. Why is We're that? We're all putting filters on every day. Every day. Aren't we? Aren't we? In real life. But like, I don't, I'm not so mad at the filters that make your makeup look good or something like that, like that, whatever. But I'm more mad with like the unobtainable body, the unobtainable face, sure. the unobtainable, you know, the huge boobs with yeah. the tiny waist kind of thing where you're like, that's just not even physically makes any sense but why would i be more okay with actually going through the surgery like i i'm fine with people getting plastic surgery i'm fine with people getting things done i don't know i feel like i have to resolve that in therapy like why is one thing okay and one's not like if you saw your friend use a filter and let's say they had a very pronounced nose Mm -hmm. and then their nose was smaller which a lot of these filters can do yeah you would think oh genie why are you doing that if genie said oh my gosh what a liberating day i'm getting uh, my nose job done today you'd be like okay go genie yes queen is what i'd say weird i know isn't that i think that's weird too i think i think i need to work that out because i I don't know why i don't know why like the permanent version is okay with me i don't know there's something about it actually being obtainable i don't know yeah, yeah, and we all have these lines, too, Isn't that right? Weird? Where yeah. it's like you feel something up until a point, and then you go over, which is wh- why I think we all are closer to agreeing on certain things than we might think we are, because most things that we believe in life or how we operate is based on this scale of up until this point, but when we pass that, my opinion now changes. But if Janie was like, Brittany, I just had to do it, I'd say, yeah. Go off. Like, if she was like, I had to use that filter. I was feeling insecure. It's funny, because, like, as soon as you humanize it, I'd go, yeah, right. do you. you right. If that make you feel good, you you do it, Janie. Janie? Jeannie? I thought it was Jeannie. Right. <laughs> okay. We're going to take a break. When we come back, it'll be time for If You See Something, Say Something. Brittany has, uh, saw something with a 99-year-old woman mm. who has more of these than her age. 
Think you can figure it out? This I, this can't be real. We'll talk about it when we come back. It's Don and Steve on My Talk. It's Don and Steve, My Talk 107.1. Donna Valentine is out this week, enjoying some time with the fam. A little staycation. Britt Nene is in the building. Hi, Britt. Hello. I felt, Rocco. It wasn't great. <laughs> we, have, <laughs> we have Rocco here as well. He's clumping um, like a big dog. Clump! Clumping like a big dog. There's a lot of animals in there. <laughs> Yeah, we've had a very animal-centric theme going on for a couple of days now, since Brittany said that she was attracted to Tony the Tiger, and in a weird way, snuggled him. <laughs> I'm not denying it. I know you guys all want me to rush and say, I, or even the fact you said I was. Like, I still, I still think he's attractive. So yesterday when you went home and you um, got mad at me because I have one of the greatest, truthiest sayings of all time that I created, and then you and your husband rage-walked and <laughs> thought of alternate sayings, that might be better. Did you mention to him at all? Hey, I also talked about how I have the hots for cereal mascots. So I just want to like attack my husband now, like out of nowhere, <laughs> like go out of my way honest. to like make him feel insecure. Like what if somebody with that exact build walks by? Like I'm not going out of my way to hurt Someone him. Someone with Steve. Tony the Tiger. He built. used to like you. I don't know if he's gonna like you after you just asked me. Oh. Should I go and tell him? Hey, here's a list of men I find attractive, including. <laughs> Tony T. Tiger. There's no men on the list. It's all animals. Tony T. Tiger. Uh, he, you definitely, he's got masculine energy is all I'm going to say. Well, yeah, he has masculine, but I'm just, he's, we can't, you can't say like, here's a guy I have a crush on, Tony he's the Tiger. He's standing on his two feet, grabbing bowls with his hands. Have you been to a circus? He's more man than tiger. <laughs> and you Boy, know makes it. You, makes you want to almost look into like Tony's. Ancestry.com or 23andMe. Give me his backstory. And I'll show, show me his backstory. And I'll show you a man <laughs> I would date. With a troubled oh, past. Hey, right, let's, so let's it's 99-year-old Pennsylvania. Yeah. Wait, we're going to give you an intro. Oh, yeah. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Another Rocco original. A 99-year-old Pennsylvania woman got to meet her, get this, 100th grandchild in person. Okay, tell me more before I react. Marguerite, a.k.a. Peg, uh, also known as Grandma, to at that point, 99 grandchildren, was ecstatic to meet. The baby's name is Kohler Bowster after his birth on August 4th. So, in conclusion, this 99-year-old woman has 100 grandkids. Can she name them all? Probably not. Not a chance. I don't think the interviewer wanted to ask her that, but that's the hard-hitting question is name them all. Yeah, Marguerite, we've got pictures here. Peg. Of your 90, Peg, if I may. We have pictures of all 99 grandchildren, and then if, if they did it flashcard style, there's no way you're getting above 50 of them, any of us. That's too many. That's just too many to memorize consistently. So- you, I'm Plus, a, there's a lot of like, hi, I'm Jaden, and I'm Caden, and I'm Chance, and I'm Cade. And I'm Caden, and I'm Caden, because it's a family yeah. name. Caden, yeah. also. <laughs> uh, okay, so I come from a, kind of a big family, but here's the problem with my family. And I'm really close with my grandma. I think so. She's 96. 
Um, I go there usually on Christmas. Uh, but I even feel I'm overshadowed because I got I got one problem, and her name is Katie Ledecky. And at the end of the oh, day, that's right. But at the end of the day, I hate to say like I have a photo Katie Ledecky is my cousin and she has a bunch of gold medals like a bunch like all-time Olympic great female swimmer uh, unrivaled and so at my grandma's house there's a picture of her wearing all of her gold medals and then my high school graduation photo oh Oh, lord (laughs) she's in a picture with Michael Phelps exactly and so it's like I know they go oh grandma loves all of her great does she does every f- group photo we do, who sits next to Grandma? Who do you think? It's all, hey, get me, Katie. Bring me. Okay. Hey, Brittany, like- would you come here? And you get overjoyed, and you're like, is this my moment? Brittany, come closer. Grammy, Grammy, would you go and get Katie for me? <laughs> it's actually alarming how accurate that <laughs> was. Uh, why has Katie never called into my talk? Which, you don't really know her. She, you're not close with her. Okay, I mean, we're cousins. Like she's love. And keep in mind, she's so lovely. But she and and writes every birthday. We write, but her birthday's on St. Patrick's Day. So every birthday, you get a text. I text her, and like we get the whole like when when Margot was born, uh, she congratulated. So like we definitely have a cousin relationship. That's it. Would you have you ever even put the ask out like, hey, I uh, I I fill in on this radio station. Would you ever? Could we have you as a guest at no. some point? No, I've never asked. I could why, never. Why I could not? Never. What do you mean you could never? I could never. I what could do you never. Mean? She only has to do press like once every four years. She barely does interviews at all. And That's I don't. If she, if she knew it was her cousin who was there, <sighs> and Stevie boy, we could we could lock this up for tomorrow. You what are you are doing? Such an opportunist. <laughs> no, I'm you not. would sell your family. No, Brittany, down I'm just the saying, river. It's not for like you, what? you for went what? to school with for her. somebody else's radio show. See, whoa, that was a little even. too much armpit. Right sorry, sorry, my shoulders hurt again. Do a rotator cuff spin. Katie would get it. Oh, Brittany, <laughs> I honestly that hit a little bit too close to home. And you're like, Mima? Mima, do you want me now? <gasps> Grandma, is it my turn? It Can is you? your turn to go and find Katie Ledeck. I'm actually going to burst your bubble a little bit. My grandma has called me over many a times to find Danny Boy or Barney in that exact scenario. And those are her two dogs. So that's happened so often. She'll say, Brittany, come here. And I'll say, yeah, Grandma. Well, let's talk one-on-one. Yeah, do you want to connect? Have you seen Danny Boy? I haven't seen him in five minutes. And I'll say, I'll go find him. <laughs> love you, Grandma. My name's Brittany. I love you. <laughs> oh, well, the flutes are taking us to break. When we come back, let's uh, look a little closer on Mariah Carey's legal battle. That's next.